Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, we're uh, into October already, the Tuesday of October. Uh, quite amazing. Uh, and it's been, uh, you and I have actually had some time off because uh, uh, we tape these ahead of time. So we're, we're just coming back from our times. Um, and we both... Uh, you know, can share a little bit as you were talking and I was talking. Um, we, you know, when we we do life, mm-hmm. um, we abide, uh, yes. and and then we seek God's will and we experience you know real stuff uh, in beautiful ways because we have learned the beauty of, of uh, you know, why don't we just go with God because his way, right. is, his way is fantastic and, and, he, and he wants to. One of the promises he gives us, which is universally available to everybody who's his children, uh, is I want to give you the covenant. I want to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm-hmm. And, and blessing um, is, is fulfilling, resolving, and uh, thrilling our hearts mm-hmm. uh, with things that sync up with us individually uh, that he, he loves us to that level. Um, and, and I'll share a little bit about what happened with us and then you can share what happened with you and Dan. But um, Linda and I were up, uh, we were up in the mountains in Beaver Creek uh, enjoying the beautiful colors and they were spectacular. Yeah. This is your Aspen watching time, yes, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and we actually went to Aspen uh, a couple of days mm-hmm. and, um, so we were just every day we would, you know, we'd be in the word and we'd be uh, uh, processing things and uh, enjoying the beauty of, of the area. And we just get driving and see. And Linda took <laughs> she took she must have taken 150 pictures. Uh, I love it. And she's going to put it, it. She's going to pick the best ones and put them in a book because it was so uh, bright and spectacular that, mm-hmm. you know, every year it's really good. But this year was particularly good. Uh, oh, that's great. And it was just, it was just magnificent. But, um, so at the beginning of our, uh, we're probably in our, our second day up there. Um, and I noticed that Linda was a little bit down and which is pretty easy to know when she's down, when she's down because she's always <laughs> usually up. Usually she's always she's up. She's always yes. up and vibrant <laughs> and excited and, uh, and thrilled. And I said, Hey, what's going on? He said, she said, well, uh, it just seems like there's a lot of, roadblocks uh to things that are were, that are uh, involved with our life with home and business and ministry and mm-hmm. she just thinks uh, there's just a lot of roadblocks and uh, uh and I'm, I'm a little bit discouraged i said okay mm-hmm. um well why don't you write them down um and then we'll process them uh, you just go write them down so she, she wrote them down uh there were 18 of them oh wow uh and they were all you know, we've been praying, thinking about these things, and uh, and they're kind of stalled out, um, mm-hmm. and, and and they were. Uh, so, um, 
while she was doing that, I was seeking God, and I'm 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 just in the process of uh, uh, been working on on shalom and possessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was I was led through my cross referencing. I'm abiding. I was led to uh, Joshua 18, mm-hmm. uh, verse three, and it says, "Why are you waiting to go in and possess the promise?" Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, God's given it to you, mm-hmm. but you're lazy. You're basically you're lazy. You're not going after it. It was hmm. like oh. Okay, um, so uh, and then he, and then I got led to uh, twenty one uh, Joshua twenty one and twenty four where it says every word that God speaks will be fulfilled, mm-hmm. but you have to go possess it. Um, and then twenty four says um, it's up to you to decide if you're going to possess it or not, and are you going to follow God or not. And Joshua says in twenty in chapter twenty four, as for me and my house. Right. We're, we're going to serve, serve the we're Lord. Gonna, we're going to yeah. serve God. You guys got to choose the same thing. So we process that. Linda and I process that. And again, it's through our abiding. Um, as she was dealing with specific things uh, and seeking God's will, I was just following normally what I do in abiding. And God said, well, here, let me give you the answer. Mm. Um, in other words, get going. Right. Um, you're, la- you're being lazy by just saying, well, God, would you take care of this? He said, well, you got to follow me into it and you got to get going. And that's the key. Uh, what, what we understood about following and get going wasn't you go figure it out, Rich and Linda, mm-hmm. but you come to me and get very, very specific and I'll guide you, right. lead you and give you wisdom as well as I'll, I'll uh, uncork these things that are, that are blocked. So, okay. Uh, so we took them. And so we started one by one by one. Mm-hmm. There's this one. What do you got to say about that? Uh, we'd get some wisdom. We'd get some, well, my promise is this. Um, I will fulfill this. Uh, and we'd go to number two and we go to number three and we went to all 18. Um, and we lifted them all up. We had, we had promise and we had wisdom. But mm-hmm. here's the step that I'm asking you to take. Uh, as you go forward. And, and so in the course of uh, three to four days, all of them got moved forward. Wow. All of them were, 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 that were stuck completely got unstuck. Some of them completely resolved. Other ones are in motion. Uh, mm-hmm. And we know our step. Uh, and, you know, what we experienced is, again, how we do life, which is, well, let's process it well. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's okay. You got these issues. Those are real issues. Uh, Father, what do you got to say about that? He said, well, you're, you're being a little bit lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to precisely talk to me about each one, and you got to take the time to let me resolve these. And, and what is it that, you, that I'm going to show you, and what do you need, and let me take you the next step and give you wisdom about what to do next. Um, and literally within a few days, they were, they were all 18, something happened on yeah. all of them. I love what you're describing there because 
what typically happens, I think, at least for me and, and for some of my friends, for sure, when we've talked about it is when we see so many things like that, that's when we get overwhelmed yep. kind of and discouraged yep. that sort of thing. And a lot of times we'll just kind of throw up the blanket prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's all we can get our head around. We just don't, you know, it, it yeah. feels like too yeah. much yeah. to go just into each one. Just take care of all of them. And, and what he told you to do was to go in specifically, which goes perfectly with this discerning God's will go in specifically and seek his instruction yeah. for what comes next. And I'm even reminded um, this past week, he's had me on, on some really interesting stuff. We'll may get into some of that later, but one of the verses that he took me to just this morning was Psalms 94, 12, that says, blessed is the man whom you instruct, O Lord, and teach out of your law that you may give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit is dug for the wicked. Mm. And, and a lot of times, you know, we think about blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get there, there are lots of things that go with blessed to be a blessing and certainly provision and, and him just loving on us and that sort of thing too. But sometimes we hashtag blessed and make blessed, whatever we want it to be. And when we look in the Bible, God actually defines blessed. When you look at Matthew five and see the different things that he says blessed is. And then you look at this verse, blessed is the man whom you instruct who goes to you, goes to him for that instruction. You look at Hebrews 12 and he talks about how, what a blessing it is to actually be instructed. And sometimes even like he, he did with you a little correction there, um, because he loves you. And so he's inviting you into more. And I just think, um, even that that's blessed to be a blessing. So you were blessed in that correction, and then you're sharing it with others and they're able to see how to process with God as well. And that's also the flow through. Right. Right. And the, uh, uh, while, while we were doing that, um, we got a uh, email from one of our leaders actually that um, had a relative that was in the hospital that needed to go into a nursing home. Mm-hmm. They've been approved uh, to go, but there was a, a administrative block by the insurance company, mm-hmm. um, and so she she wasn't able to go, and she's stuck uh, in a, in a place. And so they they just said, you know, hey, would you help us? go with God, God together. Um, and, and because we learned, we had learned, don't be lazy. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, not that we're going to just automatically pray, well, God, just take care of it. It's no, come and talk to me, mm-hmm. seek my will. And what, seek the what, instruction. what, yeah. what am I going to you know, say? And so we prayed and he said, you know, pray Isaiah 45, that I'm going to break, break open the bars uh, of iron mm-hmm. and the gate and open the gates. Uh, you pray that. And you and Linda believe it. You you ask this other uh, leader to join you, and watch what I'm about ready to do. As you specifically put this person, this situation, this hospital, this nursing home, mm-hmm. put it before me. Um, mm. And I've told you what I'm going to do. Now you do you. And the question is, we, and you and I have talked about this. The question back to us was, do you believe it? Right. Um, when you believe it, you'll experience it. Uh, mm-hmm. so we, we, we answer that problem. Yeah, we do. We believe that, uh, we thank you for giving us the faith to believe it. You've given us what you're going to do. You told, all you told us to do is, do you believe it? Yep. Mm-hmm. That afternoon, everything is released. You made it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was remarkable, uh, to see how God worked in the process of, you know, don't go to the, you know, take care of it all. <laughs> right. To, um, right. well, what specifically uh, is it that you're asking and do you understand? And here's what I say. Uh, 
And again, it's not universal. He could have said, well, yeah, it's going to take a couple of days. Uh, nope. He said, I'll take care of it. So we, mm -hmm. be we believed it. Um, and I know uh, on your trip uh, or your time uh, this last week or so, you said that there were some cool things that uh, for Dan, particularly as God thrilled his heart with his will, uh, right. maybe you could share a little bit about that. Yeah. So it was a really fun week and it was, it was honestly, it was fun to watch it from the sidelines and I got some benefit <laughs> from it too. But, um, this was Dan's birthday week and, and we don't just do birthday days around here. We are birthday weeks and we want to just honor whoever's birthday it is all week long and have fun with that. And so that's always been our perspective in our house anyway. And God had really laid on my heart, you know, just spoiled Dan Rotten this week and honor him and make him feel good. And then God turned around and outdid me at every turn. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, it was super fun, but his birthday um, was on a Thursday. And earlier in that week, I think maybe Monday night, he gets a text from somebody, um, you know, a vendor from work offering him box seats at the Red Sox game. Mm. And, you know, not even knowing it's birthday, it's his birthday or anything like that. He was able to go with some coworkers, just had a great time. And then, you know, I took him out to lunch on Wednesday and had some different plans for him for Thursday night. And um, Friday, I shared with y'all before, um, before our recording break that we'd be going on that uh, Bronco off rodeo. Yeah. More details on that later, oh, but good. that was a super fun day. Um, it was, it was just great to go spend that. But even that was something that I had not originally planned. Um, probably a week before his birthday, he got a notification that he was eligible for this because he had ordered the Bronco for free. And so this was this whole day off-roading and it was just a ball um, getting to do that for free. We thoroughly enjoyed that. Saturday, I had a great day. The kids, actually, it was the Bixby annual picnic. Yeah, that's right. um, which Dan is in like heaven. That's when he's in his element. So once a year they will do, you know, old style, you don't really see a lot of companies do that anymore, mm -hmm. but invite all the employees um, and their children and their grandkids and everything. And they had a lobster bake. They had a Clyde's cupcake food truck set up. They had ponies for the kids and a bounce house and a cornhole tournament and just kind of, you know, old fashioned fun with the families. And for so many, um, particularly like you know, on the factory workers and stuff, that's, that was such a treat. It was a treat for everybody, but it was such a treat for them and their children. And Dan was just, you know, in his element, getting to do that for them because he loves being able to just care for and bless his employees like that. Mm. So that was Saturday during the day, Saturday night, all the kids came home from college and we had a big birthday celebration, cookout, family game night, just felt great. And, um, we lo and behold, got a text from his IP attorney that they work with, um, at Bixby who was offering him, um, games. Putnam club tickets, by the way, to the Pats game the next day, which was 75 and sunny and absolutely stunning. Yeah. And, um, the way that worked out, I was actually able to go with him and the attorney and his wife joined us. And we were able to spend the day, um, at a Patriots game. And like I said, these were all things I did not plan the Red Sox game, nor did I spend any money on it. I didn't plan the off rodeo or spend any money on it. And I didn't plan the Pats game or spend any money on it, but it was like, God just looked at that. And he, and I think there was just this moment that he wanted to remind Dan that he sees him. He knows his heart. He knows what ministers to him. And as much as God told me to honor Dan that week, I think God wanted to honor Dan as well and just show him his favor and remind him 
that he's seen and known and loved and he spoiled him more rotten than I did Yeah, really. And it was, it was fun to see. It was really fun to see and to watch God do that for him, you know, yeah, and, and not that, that that would happen every time, but that it was just a great affirmation. Well, it's, um, it's, uh, uh, the, the life of God is a beautiful walk and see, he is, he is so remarkable. He, he wants to thrill your heart mm-hmm. uh, with real things. Uh, yes. because we do life and he wants to thrill us with real things. So for Dan, um, uh, and then you joining him that it, it thrilled your heart Absolutely. and said, well, let me, let me give you this. Uh, and, and let me try to frame up so that everybody doesn't, cause this becomes a problem for people. Mm-hmm. Well, nah, you know, that, that seems kind of self-centered and, uh, let me try to help, uh, phrase it up. Uh, God knows our heart. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, and this is in Psalm 139. He says, I know everything about you. Why? I created you mm-hmm. with interest, with desires, with things that, that are uniquely you, personality, uh, you know, how you grew up, things that, that you enjoy doing. Uh, you know, like, for example, um, uh, you know, I was a, a baseball player. Uh, and really like baseball, so I love mm-hmm. going to a, I love going to a major league baseball game. Uh, that thrills my heart. Well, for Linda, <laughs> yeah, you know she can go, but it, it, <laughs> it wouldn't be you wouldn't you know Hey, Linda, would it thrill your heart to go to a baseball game? No, right. Um, so it's unique to every person. And uh, one thing that thrills Linda's heart, which is what we talked about, is driving around seeing the colors. Yes. Um, and on two levels, one is just she just gets overwhelmed by the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. And she gets, <laughs> you know, she literally took, she just couldn't stop taking pictures because it was thrilling her heart so much. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. look at that. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. You know, and she just gets excited about that. Um, and then two is that, well, that's a time where she and I mm-hmm. are alone. Right. And I'm not on the phone. I'm not, in, I'm not doing anything else. No I'm just, distraction. We're just, we're just processing, enjoying, getting in the word together, uh, seeking God's will, uh, just talking emotionally, et cetera. And that thrills her heart. Uh, mm-hmm. So that God wants to thrill her heart with, with what I call lining up circumstance mm-hmm. with things that literally thrill her heart. So, so I know, I know Dan and going to a ball game and going to the pass game, well, that throws his heart. Right, uh, right, absolutely. Uh, literally throws his heart. Uh, now, the difference is this. If Dan said, well, because I like that so much, I'm going to go every week to a ball game and I'm going to go every week to a pass game and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, mm-hmm. and I'm going to thrill my own heart. Mm. And God says, uh, no. Right. Now he says you've, uh, and this is uh, what's called an idol. Yes. You have taken what's good and it does. And what was you, meant to just be a blessing. What is meant to be a blessing. And now you've decided that you're going to put that as a priority in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and son, I haven't given you that as a priority. Um, I haven't said yes. I mean, some people can get season tickets and yeah, it's, a, it's fine. It's good because God blesses it. But uh, if you ever put anything as an idol, because I'm going to go after it, mm-hmm. it goes from being God thrilling your heart. Interesting enough, you've just burdened your heart. 
Right. Because why? Well, you've walked away from God because you haven't let him deliver what he wants to deliver so that as you experience it, and we experienced it last week, um, and you even said it, you didn't even plan it. No, no, I couldn't Uh, have if I tried. (laughs) No, you know, so God said, well, here, let me give it to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have you uh, uh, thrill it through your heart and, and see that God uh, is so excited about that, mm-hmm. that he wants to do it all the time in unique ways, but he's got to be able to give it to you, not you uh, go after it. Is, is, you, right. Do you, is, right. That, is that clear? Does yeah. That, does that... There's a verse that you share um, that talks about the the blessings overtaking you. And there's a difference between chasing the blessing and, and chasing God. And then yeah. the blessings will overtake you. Do you, yeah. can, I don't remember if you can yeah, pull it's, that it's out Deuteron- first Deuteron- off the top Deuteronomy 28, one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, if you hear his voice mm-hmm. and follow what he says, the blessings will overtake you from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because why? Well, your focus is on following him. Right. Uh, and he said, as you follow me, I'm going to do things that are going to come upon you and you'll get to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. He said, now, if you stop and turn around and say, well, I'm, I need to chase the blessing. He says, interesting right. enough, you stop it. Right. Because and I now love you've, that. Deci- you've decided and I can't deliver it to you now because mm-hmm. you're chasing the blessing, not the blessor. <laughs> right. Right. And he so wants that intimacy with us. It's, it's about the focus and the relationship with him. And I think it's easy for us to get that backwards. Um, My son and I were even having a conversation this week about, you know, we, we get into these funny conversations sometimes, but these deep theological, whatever, and um, talking about the state of America, honestly, and, um, and even how we have allowed as a country, I believe what God intended to be blessings for being a nation that focused on him early on what he intended to be blessings. We have allowed those blessings to become our idols and are chasing and prioritizing them. And we have neglected God in the process. And it's, it's created a very interesting dynamic needless to say. (laughs) Yeah. And I was, uh, uh, actually working with a a young man who is uh, processing, um, you know, some dating issues and, um, his focus was on, you know, I've made some mistakes uh, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm trying to correct them and I'm struggling with that. And I said, well, the difference is that as you understand things, if you go to fix them, mm-hmm. interesting enough, you walk away from the blessing because you, you put the burden on you. Mm-hmm. I said, the only thing you got to do is go to God and let him release that and then heal you and show you what to do next mm-hmm. uh, and the freedom that that comes from because God wants, wants to bless you. Uh, right. but, but he, <laughs> uh, and again, in a really simple way, he can't do it <laughs> unless, unless you're with him. Right. And we've talked about to be with him, we have to surrender our will. Mm-hmm. I'll follow you instead of me. On everything, right. including, right. yeah, I'm trying to, I, this thing I'm trying to fix. No, relax. Go seek God. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll heal you up and he'll delight you with the mate that he has for you. Trust it. Right. Um, and enjoy it, by the way. And the question is always, are, are you enjoying it? Which mm-hmm. helps kind of frame it up because the answer, you know, that, that he said is, 
no, I'm not. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know. Um, so let's learn. Let me teach you a new way mm-hmm. to enjoy the walk as he guides you through the stuff you're, you're struggling with. By the way, he's going right. to de- delight your heart. He's, he's going to provide mm-hmm. things that are going to excite you along the way so that you're encouraged and excited about, well, I can hardly wait to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. It's, re- it's really interesting. So Yeah, and Scripture even tells us that he delights in us yes. as we follow his instruction. That's it. You know, he delights in us when we do. So that's a sweet thing. Yeah, so that's a, that's a great story of, of Dan. And, uh, uh, I can yeah, just, it was a great birthday week. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's, that's pretty spectacular. Uh, uh, and that's what, you know, that's what we're trying to describe to you is the way of living uh, in abiding Mm-hmm. Uh, seeking God's will, receiving God's will. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a really spectacular way of living. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's available to everybody. And that's what we're trying to right. give the message to everybody is it's not a, a, some people get it, most people don't. Everybody says, I, I, I have the power to deliver this and I have a heart to deliver this to mm-hmm. everybody. Uh, and as I was helping somebody else with that this last week, that um, was a woman. She made a comment. She said, I think I'm understanding this and experiencing it. She said, but almost none of my friends understand this. And they're, mm-hmm. all, and they're all burdened and sad. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I know. Um, that's, what, that's why we're so committed to get the message out is that God says, well, I'd like you to have joy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to thrill your heart. We keep reminding everybody in the world you're going to have trouble. Trouble, yeah. Uh, these 18 things that Linda listed, they were trouble. Right. Um, he said, yeah, what, does that surprise you? And we, and we kind of looked at it and said, no, no, not really. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But are you going to let me walk you through it and provide the answers that you need. And by the way, I can do it. Why don't you come with me and stop being so lazy? Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Um, so we didn't get upset about the trouble and we stopped focusing on the trouble and we went to him and said, well, what are you going to do about this? Mm-hmm. All right, let me give you some insight and wisdom about it. You know, so this is the life of, as you and Dan experienced it last week is it's a special, it's a special thing that you yes. could hold as a memory and say, and you and you understood it. Well, you didn't say, "Well, that was lucky." No, <laughs> you knew it was from God. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, now, by the way, what did that do for your heart as you knew it was from God? What, why is that so critical? It was just it was such a sweet place of gratefulness to Him yeah. and surrender to Him and affirmation that He sees and knows us. And it wouldn't even have had to been except that He knows Dan's heart and knows those are the things that minister to Him. It wasn't what He gave that was such a big deal. It was that Dan felt seen and known and and just loved by God. Yeah. And just like you said, you know, Linda being out and seeing the colors. Yeah. You know, that is God just speaking to her and blessing her, you know, and so God does know us in such personal ways. And it was just so fun to see at every turn, the affirmation. I think sometimes it's easy for Dan to fall back into um, just because of the different roles that I take on in ministry and stuff, you know, to fall in to that, that God sees and knows everything I love. And, and this was good for him to say, no, do you see you're my son too? That This is about you just as much. You are ministering and doing my work. And I want you to see how I see your heart. And yeah. so I think that was cool. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, you know, you know how, uh, 
Linda, uh, one of the things that speaks to Linda is eagles. Yes, I wondered uh, if you guys had eagles this week. Well, uh, so we're out driving, and uh, we're going over this, uh, around this pass and around this corner, uh, and we're, we're primarily looking at the colors, and up mm -hmm. flies nine eagles. Oh, no way. Together. And Linda was overwhelmed by it, and she got her, she got her camera, she got a picture of it. She got a picture I of those nine, nine eagles that was overwhelming to us, like all, all of them together at once, you know, and God says, see, uh, uh, I'm acting here. I'm, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. showing you something that, that is important to you and, and to receive it and live it and enjoy it. And um, it, that, it was such a uh, truly spectacular thing that mm -hmm. it, it, we, I can still picture it in my mind about how I, I don't know that I've ever seen nine eagles together. That, no. that in and of itself is incredible. Yeah, you yeah. Know? just even to be together is amazing. I mean, so it's, right. just, it's just amazing. So as we um, continue, as we look at God's will, um, and Kathy and I have been kind of giving you a, a, just a little bit of a flavor uh, of the beauty of it. Um, it's not an arduous thing. It's not a difficult mm -hmm. thing. It's a joy to keep walking with God and to let him guide us. Um, and we've talked about uh, the fact that he'll speak to us, that he'll uh, use friends, he'll use people, community, uh, confirm uh, unity. Uh, and one of the things he does uh, is that he will use the Holy Spirit and blocking things or, or guiding things uh, that we are to pay attention to. So if mm -hmm. you would go to uh, Acts 16 and read verses uh, 6 through 12, Acts 16, 6 through 12. Sure. And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come up to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Mysia, they went down to Tros and a, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there urging him and saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So setting sail from Tros, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace and following and the following day to Neapolis and from there to Philippi, which is leading, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in this city for some days. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of stuff. That's hard to pronounce. I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Samothrace. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is uh, what's called Paul's second missionary journey. Um, his first missionary journey, uh, they went to Cyprus, which was Barnabas's hometown, and we'll, and we'll talk mm -hmm. you know, more about that later. Um, and then they went um, basically north from there into uh, the Greece area, Greece area uh, and a little bit of uh, Asia uh, and cities there. Mm -hmm. Then they went home back to Jerusalem. They get anointed again and, com and commissioned, will go on another journey. So Paul's been told and, and, and expressed, God's will is for me to go on a missionary journey. Mm -hmm. uh, what he first was instructed is go back to the cities that you already set up churches 
and just uh, reinforce them and, and encourage them mm. um, and then keep going. So he kept going. Um, and he's basically at the corner of, of Greece and Turkey on the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. His thought and his heart is uh, with, with based upon that I'm going to be starting new churches, I'm going to go uh, northeast mm-hmm. and go into Asia. Right. Uh, all the cities of, of Asia. Uh, and it says... He was blocked. Right. Uh, so by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. So that, uh, and again, as we looked at that, and, and we, you and I kind of described this a little bit, it's a checking. Mm-hmm. He got a checking in his spirit. Is He's getting ready to go. Right. I'm, I'm headed this way. I'm going to pack. And that had been his plan. That's yeah. my plan. And that's, that's what I believe is, is God calling me to do. And he gets a check. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm preventing you. No, the answer is no. And when he gets a check, Paul knew, well, then I got to check in. Mm-hmm. Um, why am I uncomfortable about this? Well, because I'm telling you, son, I don't want you going. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, okay. All right, well, then I'll go north. Um, so he starts to head north. And it said the spirit checked him again. <laughs> no, um, uh, nope, you don't go north. Uh, you're not going north. Okay, now, interesting <laughs> enough, physically where he's at, he's stuck. Okay. He came from the east, mm-hmm. already had done those churches. Okay. So he's not going east. He tried to go northeast. God said no. Okay. Tries to go north. God says no. Not that either. <laughs> so, the south is the Mediterranean Sea. Hmm. The west is the Mediterranean Sea. So he's stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then, based upon what you've just said to me, um, he could have gone to, which is where people tend to go, I guess... I didn't hear you write about the missionary journey. I guess I'll just go home. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Paul already knew that truth. Mm-hmm. No, I'm called to be on a missionary journey. I, I understand that. So right. I'm not. I'm not. So gonna, he didn't have to second guess that part. I'm not second guessing, and I'm not backtracking, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not going to say, well, I guess either I do nothing. Mm-hmm. I go home. Uh, I got to figure this out. He said, now, within the context of, I already know that I'm called to the missionary journey. I, I understand mm-hmm. that. Now, Father, based on everything that you've just shown me, there's nowhere for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, could you please, what do you have to say about that? Mm-hmm. And so uh, what Paul is doing is, I'm letting the blocks, mm-hmm. the circumstances, the the uh, the roadblock. I'm letting it be true, and it's okay with me. Mm-hmm. What I'm not going to do is knock what I call knock over the door. The door is mm-hmm. closed. Well, right. yeah, but I want to go, and I'm gonna, I'm supposed to go on the journey, so I'm going to go anyway, or I'm going to knock the doors down. And God said, I blocked it. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. no. The answer is no. 
And Paul received that. Okay. Right. Um, but he didn't know <laughs> he didn't know what to do, other than well, as far as I can tell, there's nowhere for me to go. What do you, what do you have to say about that? And he can, was waiting. Can I go ahead before you go on? Can yeah. I ask you to address something that I've heard lots of people question before, and so I think it'd be nice. So in that moment, you know, he hits up against Asia. He gets the check in the spirit. He hits up against the other direction, going to the north, gets the check in the spirit. Um, if that, you know, if that were me and I'm hitting something, how do I tell the difference between the enemy is trying to thwart plans and I'm not supposed to go, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, because I think that's, that's something where people have a real hard time discerning. Is this just the enemy trying to stop? So I'm going to blow that door down or is this God telling me to stop? Exactly. So if you can speak um, into that a little bit, I yeah, think that'd be helpful absolutely, to everybody. Because that's the... That is one of the key questions um, mm -hmm. uh, that we have to pursue. And so the key is uh, to let it be what it is mm -hmm. with a heart to go further so that, yes. um, okay, I, I don't feel, I feel uncomfortable. There's something not right here or I'm, I'm physically getting blocked. Uh, like mm -hmm. Linda and I were experiencing some of the 18 that she had on her list where things were stalled out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we kind of asked that question as we went through each one of them. Is this you? Mm -hmm. Because there's a delay or there's a purpose behind it, or is this Satan? Is he, is right. he trying to thwart God's will? Mm -hmm. And, and here's, the, here's the key to it. We'll go ask him. Yes. <laughs> yep, uh, exactly. Uh, is, um, and see, we don't we second. We can't assume. Yeah, we, we don't, don't assume. assume and we don't place. say, well, because it's blocked, it's got to be Satan or uh, mm -hmm. because I get a check in my spirit, then it's, uh, well, it means God said no. It's, uh, I'm just trying to communicate to you, son, mm -hmm. that something is different. Come and seek me and let me give you that answer that you're just, mm -hmm. you legitimately need to know. As right. we went through that list, um, was this the enemy? Well, if it's the enemy, and then he's going to say, well, you need to stand against it and let me clear the way and you have the power to overcome it. Let's go. Mm -hmm. If it's me, God speaking, and this is why I'm doing this. Uh, if I was you, son, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't come against me <laughs> mm -hmm. and claim it and, and uh, rebuke, you know, Satan. This has nothing to do with Satan. It has to do with me. You got to cooperate with me mm -hmm. and you do need to know and you properly phrase it up. Well, this thing there, it's not working. Mm -hmm. uh, do I just, be, I just start claiming uh, against the enemy or how do I know if it's God? Well, it's really simple. Go ask him mm -hmm. uh, and say, well, something's not right. Would you help me understand what your perspective is, what your truth is? Give me the insight, give me the wisdom uh, and I'll receive it. And that's where you got to get quiet process, talk about it with your spouse, talk about it with your friend, and then uh, see, I can listen to somebody and say, okay, let's go to God and let me show you what I see. And, and then we can process that further until what? We know mm -hmm. the answer to your question. Right. Now I know what to do with it. Um, and see, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And this is kind of critical. And what you're raising up is really critical is if we're going to follow God's will, 
one of the big, the big things we have to we have to learn. Stop presuming. Yes. Yes. On every level. Well, of course, then I've got to go do this or, mm-hmm. hey, that worked. So, you know, hey, we marched around the city seven times. It, the walls fell in. That worked. Let's just do that again. <laughs> Let's just go do that. Uh, and, and won't God bless us. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, and by the way, uh, after uh, Jericho, uh, Joshua uh, had uh, next to Jericho was a city called Ai. And his men said, ah, this is easy. Uh, we'll go after it. Uh, no problem. He said, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, go ahead. He does. They get routed. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and he, he uh, falls on his face and he goes to sadness. And he basically says, this is what Joshua says. Why did you bring us out here to kill us <laughs> and defeat us? And God says, for heaven's sakes, stand up. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me try to help you understand a few things. Um, you interpreted a defeat mm-hmm. as, as me not providing protection for you. Mm-hmm. And, and you, gave, you quickly gave up. He said, there's two issues. One, uh, I told you before, every step of the way, you got to ask me, mm-hmm. what's my will now? What, what is it now? And that's why it's piece by piece, step by step, specific by specific. And then secondly, had you asked me, I'd have told you, you got sin in the camp. There's been mm. disobedience, and we can't. We're not going anywhere until we get that resolved. Uh, and you have to be faithful to my instruction. Uh, and are you going to remember <laughs> right. to, to always ask me uh, every time? And don't take don't take the roadblock mm-hmm. as well. I guess it's over, and I guess I need to go back, or that's it. Uh, or it must be the enemy and we can't get anywhere with it. Well, why don't you just ask me uh, right. and I'll give you the insight to it. And, and, the, and so he says to Joshua, he says to all of us, stop practicing presumption mm-hmm. uh, and come to me on what? Everything. Right. Step by step. Uh, yeah. piece and by what's piece. beautiful is even in that story that you share, I'm reminded, um, just of the mercy involved in how he teaches us, even though lost, you know, lives were lost in that case because they didn't listen. God was instructing and he was teaching and he was training Joshua for future things in that. And I'm brought back, um, again, I've been in Hebrews 12 a lot lately, verses three through six, my son, do not despise the chastening, the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you're rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. There's three levels that go on there. That chastening is instructing and training. The rebuking is a, a verbal re- rebuke or reprove or, you know, calling you back in. And then sometimes it goes to the scourging, which is a physical discipline. And in this case, Jos- Joshua neglecting things did actually end up going to basically a physical discipline. But in all of those, God used that to teach him how to hear his voice and how to seek him more clearly so that going forward, he handled it differently. Yep. 
And I just, I love how we see that play out often. You know, I personally would like to stay where I just stick with the chastening and I'll take the instruction and the training so that I don't have to go to the rest of it. But, uh, but whatever it takes for him to get us our, get our attention and to teach us is a good thing. the, The relationship with God is, is a beautiful and open and, uh, uh, a joy. And that's why, as you said, okay, I'm experiencing a block. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, something isn't working here. Um, I thought I was on your will and something's not right here. Uh, well, he says, yeah, I know. Why don't you come to me? Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'll show you exactly what this is and how I'm going to overcome it and, and ask you to take steps Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if it's the enemy, I mean, he says, I'm going to ask you to speak against it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and you rebuke this because uh, you the power is in you to fulfill it. And I've already defeated Satan. Uh, so he teaches us things in the process. But he he just says, yeah, I know. I'm glad that you're paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know yet what to do next because you've got to know what source this is. So given that you have a block and you're not sure what it is, well, let's go talk about it. Mm-hmm. Come to me. I'll tell you the answer. We'll go forward. And it'll happen that way every single day, every single week. Uh, and you don't have to figure it out. Just take what is mm-hmm. and let's go deal with it. Right. And that's the beautiful life of, of God. Uh, and that's yeah. what he did with Paul is that um, Paul just said, well, <laughs> uh, is this you? Is this you blocking me? Yep. Right. Uh, well, wait, I'll go here. Nope. Is, is that you blocking me too? Yep. Well, there's nowhere yep. for me to go. <laughs> uh, what do you got to say about that? And what happens is he gets a vision mm-hmm. from uh, Philippi. They call it Mas- the man from Macedonia, but that's Philippi. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on over here. And Paul says, so, so you're telling me that I'm supposed to go to Philippi, which is across the, the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, got it. Um, now, by the way, he gets on a boat, goes west to the land, and it says he immediately did not do anything other than go to Philippi. Okay, mm-hmm. now, now think about that uh, and the, the significance of that. He was to start churches. Right. There's lots of cities between where he landed and Philippi. Mm-hmm. That why he did, could have easily stopped out and chosen to try to do something on his own. Why didn't he, why didn't he, uh, hey, I'm on a missionary journey and mm-hmm. there's cities here and there's people that would be receptive to the, the gospel. Shouldn't I start them on the way up? Right. What did God tell him? He said, no, go, go straight to Philippi. To Philippi. Yeah. Go to Philippi. Don't stop. And do anything, my call, my mission, my assignment for you now is Philippi. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. We'll get, we'll get to the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's Philippi. And that's where he met Lydia, by the way. Uh, and they start this fabulous church in Philippi. And, and it even says in the scripture you read, and he stayed there quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Well, that's what God's was instruction for him. Was that, see, God's will is very specific. Right. He says, I want you to be obedient. Don't you add to it and say, well, wouldn't it be a good idea for me to start churches on the way up? No. Mm-hmm. My will is for you to go to Philippi. Right. Uh, and I, I, having blocked you, blocked you, blocked you, 
you had nowhere else to go. You properly said, well, now what? Mm-hmm. I told you that now what? Uh, and you got it. Great, let's go. Um, and you're fulfilling purpose, my purpose for you and my bigger story, which, by the way, is going to be in Philippi. Right. Uh, There's cool, so many cool lessons that? just yeah. in what you're saying right there for us, because how many times that, that comes back to like your Christ cult. Christ clutter in the calendar yeah. teaching, I think. Right. And just how often we see good things along the way of what it was that God has told us to do. And we start taking those on and they become distractions. And really, you know, you come back to John 15, five, we can't do anything without him. So even the good things, if we're trying to do them and he's saying, Hey, I have another work and this is where I'm producing fruit. I want to be in the one he's producing fruit. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to keep shooting off on my own and trying to create it. That's right. You know, that's right. So, uh, as we, uh, in this session today, it's, uh, you know, Paul gives us this great example of, um, well, it seems like I'm supposed to go this way. And then we get a checking, we get a roadblock, we get a stopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just at that moment, it's like, well, are you telling me not to go? And the spirit said, yeah, don't go. Okay, well, then mm-hmm. I'll, go, I'll go this way. I, blo- I blocked it. We got blocked there. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me not to do that either? Nope, that's not, not my will. Well, I have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to go. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not backtracking. What do you got to say about that? I'll give you a vision. I'm going to tell you exactly where to go next. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> uh, in his mind, he wasn't thinking I'm going to get on a boat and I got to go up there. I'm not, that doesn't, it wasn't logical, mm-hmm. but it was God's will. Right. And by right. the way, the church of Philippi is pretty, pretty cool. You know, so uh, as we understand God's will uh, is um, he'll use all kinds of things, including roadblocks. Mm-hmm. to say, no, this isn't my will. It's a good idea, but it's not my will. And then the key is, well, let's pay attention to that. Right. Because why? Well, I got to get you to Philippi. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I had to block you so that you had a heart to receive what I was going to tell you and go. And again, he's teaching because we could say, well, why didn't you just tell me to go to Philippi? Mm-hmm. I, I want to follow your will. Where do I go? He could have right. just said, go to Philippi. He said, no, I'm teaching you how I work. Right. And you got to pay attention to that when all the time as right. you go forward. And I'm teaching you the process of what it looks like to walk into my will. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times it's not going to be, well, just give me the answer. Right. No. Do you have a heart to walk with me? I'll get you the answer. Don't worry, but don't, don't force me to say, well, just give me the punchline. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll walk with you. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing as we uh, experience that. So if you have questions, uh, send them in and we'd, we'd love to uh, answer them uh, about God's will and how does that work and how do we know the difference between God and the enemy and roadblocks and all the things we talked about today. We'd be happy to talk to you about it and send them, send them in and, and uh, we'll, we'll pick them up. So Kathy, we will pick this up again tomorrow. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. And thank you all for joining us today. As you go today, um, I just want to remind you that he wants to speak to you personally, and he has steps and instruction and love and delight for your heart today. So lean in and enjoy it. Thanks for joining us. Be a friend, tell a friend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. 
brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.